Magic, the Final Frontier. These are the voyages of the CCO Podcast, our continuing mission to seek out new decks and new combinations to boldly play jank that no one has played before. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for episode 22. How you doing? We are back. What's going down? Oh, what's going down is the most impressive and incredible thing ever attempted by Magic Podcasts. Ever. <gasps> ever. We teased it last week. This is really exciting. I'm Brando, and this is Ryan, and today on the show, we're going to blow your <laughs> mind. He pointed at me as if you could see me. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just so that everybody knows who we're talking about. So what are we doing this week, Ryan? We are going to edhrec.com. Yep. In our arc of the internet. Scrolling on the internet yep. is where we're going to them on. Yeah. Scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the commander list and finding the lists that don't have any builds. Oh. And we're going to build those pieces of crap. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. oh, we're so ballsy. Now, I think in fairness, at the time of this recording, when you click into the list, it says there are lists. But when you look at all of the commanders, when you just click on like mono red, for example, yep. there's no list. Zero. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, we're going with zero on We've that. We've made up our mind and you can't change it. Exactly. Because you're not here. Correct. So if Brando points at me again, you will not see it again. <laughs> just did it. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get into the sweet, wait. Before we get into it, I think you took a couple decks apart. Yes, I did. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. Horde of Notions and Marinar, you will be Marinar rats. Yeah, yeah you will be sorely oh, missed. Oh crap! Remember, we are, we're going to build three color rats with all those rat <laughs> tokens you, or rat cards you have. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You'll, it'll be cannibalized something into something new from more better. Something old. That's the it's way you like do it, magic. Fire, or the forest fire burns the forest down, and then there's all new plants that grow underneath. Yep, new animals come, and it's wonderful. Yep. It's going to be great. In this case, they're rats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So if you want to check out these deck lists that we're going to make, which will totally be the first ones ever, given the zeros underneath them on EDH Rec, you can go to tappedout.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at those same coordinates. We're also commandercookout at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email or a deck list or money or nudes, no nudes. Um, nudes. Uh, we're also that on iTunes, regular Google, and we actually are on Google Play now. Yeah. We, we finally did it. We said we weren't going to do it, and we couldn't do it, and it was being really hard. Then we told you we did do it, but we didn't. Yeah, so we're liars, but now we're not liars. Yep. Now we're totally straight. Google Play, check us out there. We're basically everywhere on the internet, but on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm reticent to start Facebook. And we're not super sweet Instagram models either. Yeah. Neither one of us have a face for Instagram, dude. <laughs> Neither one of us. Oh, man. Although we are probably some of the sexier magic podcasters out there, if I do say so myself. Uh, yeah, probably. Yep. Shout out to some of those guys, I guess. Last week we had Dean Goody's list from... Uh, yeah, they gave us a shout out too. Yeah, thank you guys. Commander Time Podcast. Yeah, that was a tremendous list and I, I really yeah, enjoyed it's, that it's one. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. And they... What was the last episode? I listened to their July and August EDH Rec Articles podcast. That's way harder to say than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> but uh, it was good. Excellent. Okay, so where should we uh, go from here? Is there anything else that we need to clean up before we go? Oh, there was one thing I want to clean up from our last episode. Me too. We were talking about enchantment removal that hits the gods. 
And I'm like, what are you going to get at two? There's a race. And that was the only one we could think of. Yeah. And then literally two minutes later, we talked about D-Glamour, which D- also hits them. D- and Dean Goody actually messaged me and was like, dudes, uh, yeah. D-Glamour hits the gods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if somebody drops a perforos like on turn two, you just D-Glamour it. Yeah. Like we're, sometimes we're not smart. Yeah. And we answer our own questions. And the, yeah. the thing I wanted to mention is when I said if you double mana from Besiju. Right. You you still get to double the mana, but the doubled mana doesn't count towards letting your spells not be countered. Okay. Only the mana that sits there that was produced by Besiju itself is uh, will let you cast things that aren't counterable. Is that because of the wording of the card, or is that just like a ruling? Um, the, like would Ancient Ziggurat also work like that, because that mana can only be used to cast creatures? Um, with Besiju, when you double that uncounterable mana right um it's actually doubling cube that's producing the mana okay so you get an extra one of the same type which is colorless but it isn't produced by besiju so when you cast stuff with it it still can be countered excellent yep okay good to know clean up my bad and nobody even yelled at me on the internet about it i what i was listening to the show after you edited it all up and i was like oh yep nope i was definitely wrong (laughs) oh and nobody called us out on it that's awesome thanks guys CCO Either Nation, you're we're too tight. nice or you're too big of a bunch of pussies. <laughs> we, we, do, we are very intimidating. We cut a very intimidating figure here do on the we? internet. I think so. I don't want that to be a thing, though. Yeah, I guess. Well, they don't want to call us out Unless for this Unless you're the guys at Commander Time Podcast and then F you guys. Exactly. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, F your mothers. No, that's true. I'm sure they're great. I'm sure yep. they're nice people. Yep. So we should get into this. We yeah. got, this is very exciting. <laughs> oh, man. Who, who's is... our first... Garbage general, right? First guy, we're doing three. We're going to do three. three shells. We're doing three shells of three cards that technically no one has built before. So the shells are going to have between 45 and 55-ish cards. They're going to give you a good idea of what the deck wants to do, what the deck is good at doing, and then from there, you could use something like hmm, the internet, Ooh. and you could search for things that do the same kind of things. So yeah. you're going to see one of them wants um, wants spells or equipment that give creatures trample. Well, go on to dot .info or gather or whatever. Go to the advanced search, just like we talked about in the recce episode. Type in equipment for type or instant for type, and then hit trample in its abilities. And it's going to give you instance or equipment or whatever you want to search for that give your guys trample. Yeah. The first guy we're going to talk about is ooh, Martin... Stromgald. Ooh, what, what's he from? Where's he from? He is from Ice Age. Good set. Yeah. That's not true. Nah, that's good. So Martin Stromgald, kind of a difficult name to say. We'll okay. give him a read here. He is Red Red 2 for a legendary creature, Human Knight. He's a knight. Maybe he goes in Ooh, uh, Marchesa. Maybe he does. He's a 1-1. One, one. Whenever Martin Stromgald attacks... Other attacking creatures get plus one, plus one until end of turn for each attacking creature other than Martin Stromgald. Whenever Martin Stromgald blocks, other blocking creatures get plus one, plus one until end of turn for each blocking creature other than Martin Stromgald. So he kind of acts like a coat of arms for attackers or a coat of arms for blockers. And that ability has less lists (laughs) than Telim Tor. A flanking guy. Flanking. A flanker. A guy with a flanking. Yeah. He's got less lists 
than a card with horsemanship that makes a, a mono red card virtually unblockable. So, so what's going on here? I, I, I think he's even, good. I think he's good. I think too. he's a good card. Um, as a as a member of the ninety nine, he is most notably in Cranko decks, of course, because Cranko pumps out a ton of goblins, and then uh, you swing, and all the goblins get plus monstrous, plus monstrous. Yeah, yeah. Plus, the, all goblins get big, big. Exactly. And he also goes in Zada for the same reason because Zada wants to create a whole bunch of tokens all at once, and then attack with them all at once. Yep. He kind of does what Zada does all by himself. Yeah, he kind of does what Zada does. That's a good yeah. way to. Good way to think about it. So we've got our shell list up for him. And right now, the shell has 50 cards in it exactly. It's got a converted mana cost of 4.19, so pretty high. Yeah, pretty high but for red. we did leave out a bunch of the little piddly, tiny little tribal goblin cards that yeah. you, you would typically see if you're going to build a, a like a swarm aggro deck, like a Cranko deck. Yes. Um, but... This deck wants to be attacking, I think, maybe a little bit more than that deck, or this deck wants to swing in a little bit sooner than that deck does. Yes. Well, it or, wants to swing in as soon as possible with as much as possible. Cause... It, it wants to alpha strike as soon as it can. Precisely. So I guess the way that you're going to accomplish that, right now we've got 21 creatures, and just to give you a couple examples, we've got some, uh, for example, like a Goblin Bushwhacker. Yeah. Zendikar Favorite. Super good card, too. Uh, Love that yeah, card. let's give him a read. He's a Goblin Warrior, 1-1 one, one for 1. So there's the there's the speed, right? You've yep. got a 1-1 one, one for 1 with a kicker of red. When Goblin Bushwhacker enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, creatures you control get plus 1, plus 0, and gain haste until end of turn. It's very good. Yep. So right off the bat, I like that one because this guy wants creatures to have haste. Yep. You're going to want to drop guys, surprise style, or if something is producing tokens for you. You want you those want... tokens to attack quick. Exactly. So um, right off the bat, something like bed. No, Bedlam. Is Bedlam the enchantment for red that gives all creatures haste? Mass Hysteria. That's what we were thinking of. Yes. Enchantment. Red. All creatures have haste. Yeah. Could go in there, but if that's maybe not your jam. But is it a group hug card? <laughs> yes it is there's one for that you Dean Goody that is definitely a group hug card if that's not your your jam maybe you could play anger that would work as well creature anger when it's in your graveyard and you control a mountain your creatures have haste. haste very good yep. Give you two, two different examples there if you can't fit two different cards yes and then apart from things that give us haste for creatures and stuff we're also playing creatures that come into play and give you more creatures a la siege gang commander yeah or Beetleback Chief, or, and I'm just going to rattle a few off here, Kari Zev, Skyship Raider, all of them have the text, or, or the kind of group of them have a, a text that says, when it enters the battlefield, get dudes. You get more get dudes. Get more tokens. Man, yeah. You could play, what, Mog War Marshal, he comes in, yeah. you get a guy. Things that give you more guys, because the more guys you have, the more damage you will inevitably do. Yeah, so when you look at, really, you could go two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way up to, whew, let's let's just find out here. Okay, so Kari Zev, Skyship Raider, uh, gives you a 2-1 when she enters the battlefield. She costs two mana. Right. Pia Nalar costs three and gives you a 1-1 Flying Thopter. That's three. Beetleback Chief at four gives you two 1-1 one, one Red Goblins. Yeah. Uh, Siege Gang gives at, at, at five. five gives you three goblins. Yep. At six, 
you play our general and kick a bushwhacker and kill somebody. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, there you go. So that, there's there's the first line of play. Yeah, that's a good one. On the next turn, just because it's magical Christmas land and we love it, yep. the next turn you could play one of a few six drops in the deck. But on turn seven, you've got two options. You've got Mere Battlesphere. Ooh. <laughs> and I love Mere Battlesphere because it enters the battlefield, gives you four mirrors, and it's a four seven, so it's really giving you eight power. Yep. And there's also Molten Primordial for seven when it enters the battlefield, it has haste. You just steal a creature from each opponent, give them all haste, and then attack with them all. Nice. So it costs seven. If by the time you drop that, what's what's the size of creature you get with Molten Primordial? Four, four, five, five. Four, four, five. Yeah, probably. And then if you've got Martin Stromgald, I have yeah. to say it slow. <laughs> He's just going to turn into like old Marty or something. Yeah, um, oh, Marty, I like that. You got old Marty out. Yeah. <laughs> you cast your Molten Primordial, steal three guys. Sure. And attack with Molten Primordial. Everybody's getting plus four, plus four. At least. And that includes all of that doesn't include yeah, all of the dudes that you already have. All of the have. dudes that you already own just naturally from playing the game. Exactly. Along the line of play that we just described, which is insane. So you're swinging in with a bunch of 1717s, and you're laughing, and everybody's giving you the finger, and yeah, it's great. I, I like this. And that, that and remember, zero builds for this guy. Yeah. Nobody wanted to do this. Yep. So other notables in the deck, you have something like, or other notable creatures, I should say. Cranko yes. Mob Boss. Of course. He's in uh, the 99, just uh, as a homage to... Uh, Old Marty being in his 99. <laughs> and he's a beast also. Yeah, but we've got Pentavus. Pentavus seems like it's a little bit looser of an include compared to Mere Battlesphere or uh, but he does what we, Primordial. He but does what we want him to do, so he, and he goes. He, yeah, he enters the battlefield. He gives you dudes. Yeah. Or you pay one to get dudes based on his plus one, plus one counters. Yeah. We're also playing a card I really like, Rapacious one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that card. Can you Can you see your screen enough to give it a read? I sure can. He is a... 5-4 Eldrazi Drone for 6 with Trample. Whenever a Rapacious One deals combat damage to a player, put that many 0-1 colorless Eldrazi spawn creatures onto the battlefield, and they have sacked at a colorless mana. Yeah. So it's a ramp spell and a bunch of dudes, and you just hit them in the face for a whole bunch of damage. Yeah, the, the bunch of dudes, I think, is, is important because, remember, whenever you're attacking, theoretically, Martun Stromgald is on the battlefield, Yep. And he's giving your guys a bonus, a plus one bonus minimum. Also, that's with your like first attack step, and we're going to get into that whole yeah, I, thing I, later. I, if you swing in with that and you get a bunch of dudes, now you've got a bunch of blockers that hypothetically you could make bigger to block the swing back, Yeah, which is nice. Or, and, and here's the thing, right? There, there's two options. is You bang him for a bunch of five, and he's got trample, rapacious yeah. one. So you hit them for five or six or ten or whatever it is based on the number of other attacking creatures you have. Then you've got a bunch of mana. That mana also is dudes, though. So if you have some way to give them haste, like mass hysteria or or something else that gives haste, next combat step, you can just attack with them all. Yes. And then old Marty makes all your stuff that much bigger. Oh, man. It's exponential, and I love it. Yeah. So when we're saying extra combat steps, do you want to get into that now when we get into the kind of instant sorcery part of the shell? Or Yeah, yeah. let's let's look at a couple of the... Because there's, there's a few, and we're playing what I think are the good ones. Let's say the best ones, Ryan, because we uh, don't play jank stuff. Or is there only a few of them, and we're playing all of them? I don't think we're playing all of them. 
Well, here, here's what we yeah, are here, Here's what we got. Here's what we got. Yeah. There's Relentless Assault. That is the classic one. That's the sorcery for Red Red 2. Untap all the creatures that attack this turn. After this main phase, there is an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. So basically, you get to attack twice. Simple, honest. Yep. And that's the main one, and it costs four. So all variations of that cost more or less than four based on what that, else they do that being the baseline yes for example we've got a three or sorry a four dropper that lets you do it with one creature but it has flashback that you can do it again very nice for three now good in this deck if you got something like rapacious one that's already buffed huge from attacking once with your whole team yeah and then you get a whole bunch more mana after the fact, because you're getting that many more Eldrazi signs. And you can swing with all those Eldrazi guys and him again and get even more Eldrazi. Th- yeah. So you can flash it back, untap him again, and do it again and again and yep. again and, and again. And speaking and again. of again and again and again, we've got World at War, which is the same thing as Relentless Assault. gives you a second attack step, but this one costs five, but it's got Rebound. Uh-oh. So Rebound was from Rise of the Eldrazi originally, and it says, if you cast this spell from your hand... Exile it with exile it as it resolves. At the beginning of your next upkeep, you may cast this card from exile without paying its mana cost. So you get to play it twice across two different turns. Super good. Yeah, I like rebound a lot. And in all likelihood, when I cast Seize the Day, if we go back to the, the first one, when I cast Seize the Day, a lot of the times it's on the same dude twice in the same turn to get a kill. But a lot of the times it's also cast it early. Get the damage in that you need to get in that turn. And then later on in the game, you know, it's like five or six cards deep in your graveyard. Everybody's forgotten about it. Boom! Get wrecked. Yeah, essentially at that point, it's like giving your dude double strike. Because you're only going to attack when you can get through for a win, for example. Giving your guy double strike because you're letting him attack twice for three mana. Very good. Mucho excelente. Indeed. We've got a couple typical red wraths in there, too. We've got like... um, Blasphemous Act, we've got Chandra's Ignition, and we talked about, but it's not in the shell. You could definitely put it in Hour of Devastation from <coughs> Hour, Hour of, of Devastation. devastation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are the, the red removal packages that are actually damage, um, which, of course, red always has ways to, to capitalize on that. Correct. Um, for example, we're playing Yeheni, the, uh, or sorry, not Yeheni, Neheb, the Eternal. So good. Yeah, so if you... If you Chandra's Ignition, you're going to get a whole bunch of mana from that, too. So moving down to the enchantment section, because we're going to try and plow through all these lists. Yep. We've got Aggravated Assault, which... Extra combat steps. Extra combat step. Enchantment. So you got to pay five, and uh, then you get an extra... But it never goes away. It just hangs out. Yeah, and there's a couple ways to go infinite with that card that are actually in the deck, but with no ways to find them... Um, you're only ever looking at a couple Every so often points. that'll happen. Yeah. The, the magical like if, Christmas If you're going to play 100 games and they go to turn 10, you're going to get that combo in three of those games. That's actually the odds for a two-card combo with no tutors. Yeah, And you could put some tutors in here, but we didn't. You could put Gamble. You could put that red like chaos card draw type thing to make you see more cards. Yeah. But you could use Artifact and... Uh, sorry, Artifact... You can play Crystal Ball, all kinds of janky stuff to find it if you want to, but we're not doing that right now. Yeah, and and that's why we're building a shell. If you want to make uh, Aggravated Assault, Neheb, Hellkite Charger, Sword of Beast and Famine, if you want to put those cards in there to increase the chances of hitting that combo, 
And More you power to you. Gamble and Crystal Ball and Sensei's Top and Planar Portal and all of those things that let you find a combo. That's going to increase the power of your mono red deck. For sure. But I think mono red has actually got a bad rap because it's a little bit better than people give it credit for. I agree. So we're saying that you don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it in this in the yeah. shell. This is already a sweet deck. Yeah. What you do need, oh. I think, Dictator of the Twin Gods doubles all your damage. Ooh. Uh, Furnace of Wrath doubles, doubles all, all your, your damage. damage. <laughs> Gratuitous Violence doubles all your damage. Yep. Um, and something that I like to call Into the Web of War, which is another enchantment, Red Red 3. Whenever a creature comes into play <laughs> under my control, it gets plus two plus zero and gains haste. So there's another thing that when those tokens come into play, they're getting an immediate buff and they're getting haste. Very good. Super it turns them good into, card in this deck, hey? Isn't it? Yeah. And we have a lot of those like sorceries like Cranko's Command, Dragon Fodder that'll give you a couple oh, yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah. So again, it, they get three one dudes instead of one one dudes and they have haste. It's, yeah. very, it's just a good utility card. You know what? And if, if you actually wanted, you could do a chain of those sorceries too. And I, I won't go into it, but there are sorceries that put multiple tokens into play. That's just what they do at two, three, four, five, seven, mm. and X slots. So you could just do a whole chain into the web of war each time they're getting plus two in haste. And each time you just skip the four drops so you can play old Marty, yep. run your chain that way, probably kill somebody because that's pretty fast to be dealing what is probably lots of damage. And it's difficult to deal with something like that too. Like, yes, you can block old Marty and kill him, but I mean, probably attack and when you could probably just get to six yeah. and play him again. I mean, you, you could put an equipment package in here. Yeah, protect him. Gives him. Gives him unblockable, gives him protection, gives him... Dark steel plate. Dark steel plate. There gives you go. Indestructible. There it is. Yep. The other one I want to read, just going back up to the creatures, because we talked about uh, Into the Web of War, I want to talk about a little guy called Ogre Battle Driver. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, that creature gets plus two, plus zero, and gains haste. That's the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. But, but he's a creature for four. He's a three, three for four. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so sick. So there's two more. That's why I didn't actually put Mass Hysteria in. Yeah. That's why I didn't put equipments or enchantments that just give creatures haste in. But we got lots of ways of doing that. Yeah. And yeah. So And again, this is a shell. It's not a full deck. The uh the other couple things that I wanted to mention because this is just a shell is a little card called Blazing Shoal. And I like the shoals because you can cast them for free. There's one for each color. Yep. Um, this one, blazing one, I think is the best one. You may remove a red card with converted mana cost X in your hand from the game rather than playing blazing shoals mana cost. Target creature gets plus X plus zero until end of turn. Very good. You put blazing shoal on the table and say, I'm going to remove something. Blasphemous act. Blasphemous act. That's yeah. a good one. Let's just yeah. go big or go home. Yeah, go big or go home. I'm going to give my guy like plus 14, plus 14. Or sorry, plus 9, plus 9. Attack with what have you. Yeah. It's awesome. It's very good. And I included it in the shell because pick your 5, 6, 7, 9 drop card. Play it with some mana ramp or some rocks in mono red. Yep. Go to town. Beat wholesale ass. Play it alongside uh, Neheb the Eternal. Beat wholesale ass. Yeah. Mono Red is actually really good at mana. Turns out. Put that uh, doubling just, cube in there from last week from Dean Goody's deck. Yeah. You just got to work hard on it. You got to yep. think outside the box. You can't just think tap a thing, get some mana. You got to think do some stuff, get some mana. Yep. Red's really good at that. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, the last one for shell purposes is 
mere incubator. You want to make an artifact build? You want to use all those uh, mana rocks that aren't in play? You could go six, tap, sacrifice mere incubator, search your library for any number of artifact cards, remove them from the game, put that many 1-1 one, one mere artifact creature tokens into play. Then shuffle your library. There you have it. Well, if you go and get 16 artifacts and exile them, and then you have Into the Web of War or Ogre Battle Driver, yep. those are three ones with haste. You got old Marty in play. You and if you have both, there are five ones with haste. Five ones with haste, haste. Oh. Yes, you tap them so hard they're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, those those three ones are five ones with haste. You attack with Martin Stromgald. They all get plus fifteen, plus fifteen. Who's that's laughing like, now? Like we are. Fifty-eight million damage. That's, that's too many damage. I can't even come up with a number for how many damage that is. Yeah, I'm good if I thought about 15 it. Fifteen times. Won't. 15. We don't have time for that. Yeah, no, nobody got time for that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want to say about Mirror Incubator is don't forget your lands when you play those. Great Furnace and Dark Steel Citadel. They're the red and the colorless artifact lands. They go in there. Don't forget your utility lands, kids. Utility lands are very important. We do have a couple of utility lands. I want to talk about a couple of them. Uh, Care Keep, mainly, just because I really like Care Keep. Yep. It makes Kobolds of Care Keep. Then what is it? Red, red one tap. Make a zero one guy. Yep. Just, it's just a fun little card. It's an additional dude that you get. Oh, and hand, hand where Battlements actually gives guys haste, too. Yeah. We should mention that's another haste enabler. Yeah, that's a land. Tar- target, target creature. Tar- target roll gets haste. Yeah. Very good. So that's the first shell. Yep. We're talking multiple attack steps. We're talking giant dude swinging over and over again. Dudes get exponentially bigger. Crush people into the ground by abusing your generals. Not broken, but powerful. kind of powerful ability. Yes. Yeah. And I guess, sw- what did you call him? You called him uh, Martin Swarmgald? Yeah. <laughs> Swalgod. <laughs> um, if you don't like the swarm kind of mentality, aggro type deck, but you do like playing with aggravated assault and um, dictate and double damage, double attack steps, have we got the thing for you? Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> you guys have no idea what I this picture no is even of. I have no clue what this is. It's a human wizard, but it's not. It's just not. It's just It's not. a human wizard? Yeah. What the hell? It is. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Tuckneer Deathlock. <laughs> okay, here's, listen to this. Legendary creature, human wizard. Flying. I didn't even notice that it had yeah. flying. Evasion. Yeah, give it infect, right? We'll yeah. talk about it. Red, b- green, tap. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Yep. And, and he, she costs red, red, green, green to yeah. play. Super restrictive. Yes. Ah, whatever. You're playing a red, green deck if you're playing her. So she has what looks to be now six lists. Bullcrap. When, Bull. when we built the shell, there were zero lists. And you know who's got more lists than that? Who has more lists than that? Somebody who doesn't even have a name, and she's legendary. The Lady of the Mountain. What is that? I'm assuming that's probably some reference to some kind of literary nonsense. Gerard of the Closed Fist. Cool art on him. Yeah, that's... It's, For it's, legends. It's sort of neat. Stang has more lists. The, how? I don't know. Stang is an old favorite because it like used to be a powerful card back in the days of cards not being powerful. Right. Um, but Tuckneer yeah. Deathlock... A 2-2 flyer for four that 
for two, you tap it, and it gives plus two, plus two to a dude. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? I don't mind two, two flyers for three. But two, two flyers for hard. Hard four. four. Yeah. Colored four. Yeah. So what are what are what are we doing? What yeah, what could we possibly do with this? What can you possibly do with this? Well, we decided to do some infect. Ooh. And we didn't include black on purpose because that would be easy. Exactly. We didn't build an Atraxa list on purpose because everybody else on the internet did that. Yep. So we scoured the bowels of the internet to find things that would be more fun. And what we came up with is Gruel Infect. Gruel Infect, yeah. <laughs> a little shell that <clears throat> is currently sitting at 53 cards, 3.52 converted mana cost, which is probably where that would stay because we've got a lot of the meat and potatoes in the list already. Yeah. Maybe you'd add a couple more pump spells, which would drive it down. Maybe you'd add a couple more um, damage spells or creatures to drive that back up. Yeah. So three and a half converted mana cost, that's kind of where EDH decks are. That's yeah. what we talk about, right? Yeah. It's not streamlined to be fast, although it is pretty fast. Talking about it before the show, there's some lines of play that are oh, not even. Yes. Oh, man. So let's bring up the list here. And if we, huh, you know what? We, our last list, we had 20 creatures. This one, we have 21 so far. Wow. I think we're excellent. At I think this. the shells are, well, the same because they're shells. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess jumping into it, I think. I think every creature in the list thus far, except for one, has infect. Yes. And they are red or green or colorless. And some of the neat ones that you don't usually see, like people don't usually think about the red infect guys, but there are actually some really good ones. There's a pinger with infect. Yeah. Two tap, take a poison counter. That's pretty good. Now, he's a 1-1 for four, which is not good. Not great. And for limited, they had to build it like that because of... Infect Pinger would be pretty powerful. It would be insane, yes. And they also have to make it, they had to make it cost two and tap instead of just tap. Yes. Because an Infect Pinger is actually powerful because the damage stays on it. So for anybody who doesn't know, Infect is this creature deals damage to creatures in the form of minus one, minus one counters and to players in the form of poison counters. Yes. Ten poison counters, you die. Period. You're dead. Doesn't matter how many cards in your deck, doesn't matter how much life you have, you die. Notable with poison counters, you can proliferate them. We've yes. got a couple proliferators in here. So proliferators is, or to proliferate is to choose any number of counters on creatures or players and add another one of the same type. Yep. So planeswalker, loyalty counters, age tokens on things with cumulative upkeep, yep. uh, minus one, plus one. Poison. Hydra heads. All sorts of things. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hydra heads. Hydra heads on uh, rock hydra? Yes, sir. The plus one, plus one counters act as heads. <laughs> yes. Strange. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> on the internet. Yep. If we're looking at a little bit of a chain, we've got stuff like Glistener Alpha at one. It's a one, one infect for green. We've got Blight Mamba, one, one infect regenerator for two. We've got my little ditty favorite here, Plague Mirror, one, one Taps for a colorless infect. CCO staple. CCO staple, yes. Um, Like that guy. So there's a couple at two. There's a couple at three. There's a couple at four. Just the amount of infectors that there are in these two colors lent themselves nicely because they're designed for limited. Right. right? And you want your limited decks to curve out. Two, three, four, five. They they make the deck play nice. Yeah. Yeah, the the curve is very nice. Of course, when you're playing singleton, it's, it's a little bit tricky in a hundred card. But I mean, still... 
hypothetically you could curve yeah, out very nicely and a have a whole bunch of, of nice dudes. And if you spice in a couple mana rocks and stuff at your one and two and three drop slot, you'll always have something to play. Yep. So the deck will feel very much... It, it won't be complicated to play like some of those control decks or, or combo decks. Oh, hell Even no. though this kind of seems like a combo deck when, okay, let's say between turns one and three, you get your Infector. Turn four, you get... What's her name? Tuck near Deathlock. Yep. What was the line of play that we were talking about? So you got your Glistener Elf, you got your Tuck near Deathlock, you got your Giant Growth, and you got your Assault Strobe. Cast all that on on turn what four uh, or five? Yeah, if, you could do it on turn four. Well, the, okay. you you could do it on turn four if you have some mana rocks. Yeah, with a little the bit colored mana rocks, if you so choose to put them in. Yes. We didn't include any mana rocks because you could really tune the crap out of this with. Um, yeah. Uh, Lotus Petal and the, the the few Moxin that you can play for like zero mana. Yeah, you could tune the crap out of an Infect deck, and Infect strategies are very powerful. They're very very strong. People hate them. Yeah. Now pretend you don't do that. Tuckneer is a hard four, meaning she has zero colorless converted mana cost requirements yes. or zero generic mana. We should call it. But with our shell, if you untap, let's say turn five with Tuckneer in play, any one one that you have, you could hypothetically do with a giant growth and assault strobe, you could do twelve damage yep. and kill somebody with a one one. Yep. So assault strobe is an instant for red. Sorcery. Sorry, sorcery for red. Target creature gains double yep. strike. Yep. Giant growth is an instant for green, plus three, plus three. There's lots of that kind of stuff. We'll get into that when we get into the instants and sorceries. But um I guess creatures were pretty much done. There's nothing really complicated. There's a we got Viridian Corruptor that destroys an artifact. It's a good utility creature as well as being an infector. Yep. We got Rotwolf. Uh, anything that it kills draws you a card. So, again, utility stuff. We got yeah, Phyrexian like Swarm Lord. It makes uh, infect insect tokens. Oh, yeah. Say that one. That's crazy to say. I can't <laughs> and then that we've even got, seems like a loose include, I thought, at first, but now I know why it's in here. Malira Silvok Outcast is you, as in you, the controller of it, can't get poison counters. Creatures you control can't have minus one, minus one counters placed on them. And creatures your opponents control lose infect. The last piece is the least relevant because somebody could take one of your infectors and start hitting you with it. Um, there are a, There is a creature in the deck, Phyrexian Hydra, that gets a minus one, minus one counter uh, if damage would be dealt to it. And but with her, Malira just that. prevents that. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, creatures your opponents control lose infect, and you can't get poison counters. I guess that's important if somebody does steal your uh, Blightsteel Colossus, because that is in here. Yes. Um, that being said, those two cards, if you're looking to build a more budget infect deck, straight cut both those cards, because Malira actually costs, well, she's only five, six bucks, but. Um, but insta win on a stick is several dollars. Insta win on a stick, Blightsteel Colossus is 28. Yes. So right off the bat, you're saving almost 35 bucks cutting those two cards. Yeah, and like they are loose includes. I put Malira in there just because I thought it would be funny with the Hydra and with your other stuff. You know, there's lots of combos you can do with Malira, too. Lots of stuff. When stuff, stuff can't get uh, counters. So if you're into that, just look up Malira combo. Yeah, Malira. You can play Birthing Pod. And, on the internet, maybe. Yeah, maybe the internet might have something on that. I don't know. There's a thing or two on the internet that I've seen before. So creatures, infect, Awesome. Yep. Instants and sorceries. What do we do with those creatures? Instants and sorceries. You mentioned giant growth, and giant growth is the baseline, like Relentless Assault is for four. Giant growth is plus three, plus three for one mana. 
Very good. And you can get that in a couple different ways. Let's say by paying one red mana Uh (laughs) for a brute force. Color-shifted giant growth. Yeah, color-shifted giant growth. There is also a couple that are just variations that you get plus four for one mana, but there's a catch or a restriction or a a, a something, like Groundswell from Worldwake. It has plus two, plus two for a green mana, but if you have landfall... If you've played a land. Yeah, if you played a land this turn, you get plus four, plus four. Yeah. So on not your turn, you can't play a land. It's only going to give you plus two buff. But on your own turn after you play a land... Plus four buff. Ooh. Excellent. Yep. So in our previous example with Glistener Elf, you could do Assault Strobe to give it double strike, and then you could ground swell it after you play a land, and it's going to deal five and then five again. Yep. So technically you could win on turn two. Yes. That is just so nasty. Yes. That's dirty, dirty pool. Yeah. And that's an actual play. That's that's real stuff. That isn't even Magical Christmas Land. If you open that up in your opening hand, yeah. you can just do that. So, Period. Re- remember, when we talked about no tutors, you're going to get that three-card combo like less than 3% of the time. Yeah, very, very rarely. 100 games, it's going to happen three times. So don't expect to put it into your deck and then just have like an ultra-tuned competitive deck because it's not going to happen. Yeah, but every so often, it's going to happen. It's going to be awesome, and you're going to get kicked out of your group. Yeah, you're going to be in <laughs> deep trouble with people. You're going to be the guy with. walking down the street to McDonald's to pick up burgers for everybody. Yeah. It's supposed to be out for pump spells. What so, else is in here? Pump spells, we got the, the classic um, Invigorate. That is a kind of a modern thing where... If you control a forest, you can um, have your have opponent gain life. Gain three life, because yeah. that matters. Because that matters if you're going to infect them to death. Yeah. And it gives plus four, plus four. Excellent. So it's a free plus four, plus four, as long as you do actually have a forest. Yes. Excellent. There is Vines of Vastwood, gives target creature Shroud, which doesn't... It, it matters. It matters. It protects your guy. It's a good help to if he's trying to kill your dude. Why you're actually playing it is it's an instant, costs green for shroud you could kick it for an additional green to give plus four plus four excellent green green plus four plus four shroud and then a couple that i like here that again classic in fact one for modern uh become immense is green five instant with delve so exile cards from your graveyard to make it cost one per card less plus six plus six very good (laughs) (laughs) yeah with some of the infectors in here, you don't even need a salt strobe to just win with that card. Yeah, you just swing and win. Yep. Swing for a win. I like it. Yep. I guess should should we talk about Berserk? Berserk, you have to talk Berserk about. doubles. It's an instant for green, and it doubles the creature's power. Yep. So you pump it, double it. Pump it, pump it, pump it, pump it, and then double it. It kind of yes. acts like a salt strobe in that way that you're just doubling. Yes. Yep. There's a salt strobe. There's Might of Oaks, which is an instant for green three. Target creature gets plus seven. <laughs> yep. Bye. And there is Might of Old Crosa. If you cast it during your main phase, it gets plus four for one. Yes. So that's another... If you uh, cast it on your opponent's turn, it's just two. Yeah, just like Groundswell. Yeah. Just like Groundswell. Well, Groundswell, you could do four on their turn with fetch lands, but that's not what oh, we're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, you could play fetch lands, but that drives the budget up. And yeah. if I'm building an Infect deck with a bunch of worthless commons from mirrored and besieged i'm yes. not spending more than <laughs> i heard that the, the minimum amount of money yeah. um 
Now, what we wanted we to get into. We included a berserk. I just want to throw that out there. We're doing, we're talking budget. We have a berserk. It's only 10 bucks now. Bucks. It, it used to be like 45. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, it's only 10 bucks now. It was reprinted in Conspiracy 2. And then some of our, uh, I guess, speaking or whatever about, set this was. Yeah, it's. It's con- no, it's not conspiracy. It's uh, Eternal Masters, isn't it? Conspiracy, take the crown. Oh, oh, v- vintage Masters yeah. from the Vault Exiled Masters Edition. Lots of reprints of Berserk. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's been in a few sets now. So, talking about the uh, more sorceries and enchantments, we included basically all of the double attack steps from the previous deck. We've already talked about that, so that you can swing in and kill more than one person if you have lots of pump spells in your hand. Yep. Uh, we also have. A particular enchantment, I think uh, you probably don't see it a lot, but I used to play it when I played Infect in Modern, is Wild Defiance. It's an enchantment for two and a green. For some reason, it's in the deck twice, but it says when, whenever a creature you control becomes the target of an instant or sorcery spell, that creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. <laughs> so when you giant growth it, it giant growths it again yeah. for free. Yeah. So good. Or if you assault strobe it, it also giant growths it. At the oh, same yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you assault strobe and then giant growth. Yeah. On a 2-2. Bang. Sick. Dead. Death. Yeah. Instant death. So that card's very, very good. It also puts all your creatures out of burn <laughs> range, which is nice. <laughs> puts them out of burn range. Less less relevant in commander because yeah, nobody's playing bolt. You nobody's know, playing bolt or searing I, I, blaze. I play bolt in a dark. <clears throat> <Just don't. laughs> if you might have old Krosa with wild defiance, dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just dead. Dead. Yep. Yep. Very um, good. Or become immense with wild defiance, also dead. Yes. Six and three and minimum of one power on your dude just naturally. No. Toast. Dead. Yep. And kill somebody. One ones become super dead. One ones with cards in your hand in this deck. Or again, we're using the general because she's a pump spell on the board all the time. So it turns your one one into a two two or a three three whenever it attacks. Yeah. Very important because we're talking lots about the sweet cards and not so much about the. The general, but we're, yeah, we are, yeah, we are I think, technically I think abusing her. Martin Stromgald is a little bit more deck focused, yeah, or, or, or interacts with the deck a little bit better. <laughs> this, uh, what the heck's her name? I can never remember. Tucknear Deathlock is going to be the uh, it was an inspiration for why we built sitting this deck. on the table, doing nothing, doing nothing, doing nothing, and then somebody's going to be open sometime just randomly because they think you have a one one and you're going to go plus two plus two from my commander. To make him a three-three, then you're gonna might have old Crosa him, or um, you're gonna might have Oaks him. Yep. you're dead. Ha! It costs six mana to kill somebody. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, yeah. Toast. Very good. A couple other things we've got in here. We've got a Contagion Clasp that is uh, when it enters the battlefield for two mana, you put a minus one minus one counter on a creature, and you can pay four tap to proliferate. Yep. Very good with that pinger we talked about earlier. Yep. If they have a wall of dudes you can't get through, ping them for one, proliferate that one until they die. Yep. And there's also a contagion engine. So same thing as clasp, kind of. It costs six mana. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one. Minus one. So a minus one, minus one counter on each creature target player controls. You pay four again and tap it. You proliferate. Then you proliferate again. It's like Contagion Clasp on roids. Yeah, so even if you don't get all the way through with uh, one of your Infect guys, you can proliferate. Yes. Let's talk about our third artifact in there. I love this card. My favorite artifact in this deck. I never got this interaction with the artifact, even despite it being from that same block. Same set as Contagion Engine, Contagion Clasp. Same set as all the artifact or all the Infectors. It's... Livewire Lash. 
It's an equipment for two. When equipped creature or equipped creature gets plus two plus zero and has whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell, this creature deals two damage to target creature or player. Sounds and, pretty good with somebody with infect, doesn't it? And it equips for two. So you equip it for two and you can just cast a couple one drop instants or sorceries on it. Yep. And, and it just kills them. And finish somebody off or you could pump him pump him like mad to swing in and kill a dude all the while setting up the dude next to him for his inevitable death on the next turn and you don't even have to attack them just to just sit there being like well i guess i'm gonna die if you keep targeting that creature and then you do and they do and it's great yeah yeah, yeah. in fact is so lousy it's so terrible like for the feels i mean it's actually quite good but yeah. you kind of feel like a dirtbag doing it but you know what i just i thought of another one too um Another dirtbagger just ways to proliferate more because that live wire lash, you'd have to cast five instants or sorceries if somebody's at zero infect. Yes. Right? Because it deals two damage to them each time. Not ideal. But I'm sure there's a creature called Core Prowler in the deck. It's a 2-2 infector for four. When Core Prowler is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, proliferate. I also have a volt charge in here. It uh, deals three damage to a thing, and then you proliferate. It's an instant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's things that say proliferate on them that you could rebuy from your graveyard. Like that Volt Charge, you're proliferating. You could get it back from your graveyard. Yeah. Um, but this Core Prowler, you could add in things like Mirror Retriever, Junk Diver. Those are things that when they enter the battlefield or die, you get an artifact from your graveyard back into your hand. Yeah. This guy only costs four. You're playing a green deck. Put a bunch of ramp in there. Make a little engine where you're sacking and getting back, sacking and getting back, proliferating every time. Yep. Right? You could you could do um, green recursion engine. Search that on the internet. Yeah. Right? There's some you more could, internet you stuff You could for get you. that. I'm sure um, bouncing and replaying Eternal Witness has something to do with that. All kinds of little ditties like that when you're, when you're sacking. And a lot of lands have sacrifice abilities. Get your utility lands, kids. Second list in a row. Your first. <laughs> In the same show. Yep. Oh, excuse me. I burped into the mic there. Speaking of utility lands, there are three very important ones in this deck. Good segue. Thank you. Now, there's the old, uh, I don't know if it's a CCO staple. It's a staple of any time you want to sneak in with a creature. You have Rogue's Passage. Yep, definitely. If, Pay yep. four, tap, target creature is unblockable. Very good. And then we got a couple of, maybe, I don't know, lesser known ones, but definitely good in this deck. We have Scrag, the Rage Pits from Guild Pact. It is a land that produces colorless mana when you tap it, or you can tap green, red, and it. Target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains trample until end of turn. Nothing wrong with that. And then from a newer set, we also have another land that functionally does the same thing in Kessig Wolf Run. Tap it for a colorless, tap green, red, X. Target creature gets plus X, plus O, and gains trample until end of turn. Yep. Trample on those is key because you got to get your guys through. And I like Kessick Wolf Run especially because you could just dump 10 mana into it and say, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> take, eat infect token, you jerk. Yeah. Or insect token, just take it. It's so good. And then they are in the graveyard because they're dead. Brand or maybe. <laughs> brand or mobile. And then when they're on their way to the graveyard, maybe you're going to do something terrible to them. Oh, oh, May like, oh. like reanimate them for two black? Yes. Or Black and one? Black and one. I don't know, because there's no builds. There's no builds for that, but maybe maybe, maybe we can fix that, Ryan. <clears throat> oh, what? Yes, with Limb Duel the Necromancer. What? Yeah. What? 
<laughs> He's bad. <laughs> Let's give him a read. I love reading bad cards. Lim Duel, the Necromancer. He is black, black, five. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Legendary creature, human wizard. <clears throat> Whenever a creature an opponent controls is put into the graveyard from play, you may pay black, one. If you do, return that card to play under your control. If it's a creature, it's a zombie in addition to its other creature types. And he also has black one regenerate target zombie. Ooh. Ooh. And he himself is a 4-4. Four, four. He's a 4-4. Four, four. So he's big enough that you could play a few of the cards we're going to talk about. But yeah. first, regenerate target zombie. Uh, zombie sub-theme? Zombie sub-theme. Zombie sub-theme. Uh-oh. Let's go into that really quick because if you've ever seen a zombie deck or a zombie sub-theme deck, this is going to be no different. Nothing. Yeah, nothing has changed. So go online, hit black, search for creature type zombie. You're going to see seven trillion zombies. Yeah. If you search in the abilities of said zombies, you could hit plus one slash plus one. All of the lords are going to come up. Yep. Uh, except for one of them that gives plus two, plus one. Ooh. And that is probably the best one in Undead Warchief. Black, black, two. Zombie spells you cast cost one less to cast, and zombie creatures you control get plus two, plus one. Holy crap. And he himself is a zombie, and it doesn't say other zombies, so he's actually a three-two. Three-two for four. Other... Makes your zombies cost less, makes yep. all the zombies big. So the main, the main zombie um, lords are Undead Warchief. There is Lord of the Undead, which gives other zombies plus one and returns a zombie from your graveyard to your hand. There is New, Z uh, Lord, of the Un Lord of the Accursed, is three mana. Other zombies get plus one, plus one, and all zombies get menace until end of turn. Menace means they have to be blocked by two or more creatures? Yep. There is... Death Baron, and he's actually expensive now, but he is for three. Zombies and skeletons you control get plus one, plus one, and have Death Touch. My favorite ability. Yep. And then there is Cemetery Reaper for three mana. Other zombies you control get plus one, plus one, <laughs> and you can exile a target creature card from a graveyard to put a 2-2 two -two zombie onto the battlefield. Very so good. those are your one, two, three, four, five zombie commanders that are pretty much unanimously across all zombie decks. There's also the one that gives Swamp Walk. Um, we forgot him. Zombie Master. Sure. But there's another one, plus one, plus one, Swamp Walk. I forget how much he costs. It's not plus one, plus one. It's just Swamp Walk. It's just Swamp Walk? That's why he's not in very many of them. That guy sucks. Yeah. F, F that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Yep. So that is... The zombie sub-theme. The zombie sub theme. There's a, probably a couple other zombies matters type cards um, that just give the creatures that you reanimate with Limb Duel a random bonus. Or if you wanted, because this is just a shell of 51, 51 card shell, not including land, of course, um, you could add more zombies matter cards in. Yeah, or more zombie-producing cards yeah. or more... when a zombie, zombie enters a battlefield or when a zombie dies, um, something. Yeah, all those, all those things. Yeah, I, like, I like those cards if you're into the whole zombie thing. But if you want to build zombie deck proper, uh, Limb Duel, maybe not the best commander because he's not 
that zombie-ish. Yeah, he I just think, gives you zombies. Yeah, I think he's got regenerate target zombie on there because he, his first ability Make reanimates zombies. a zo- what is a zombie. Yeah. What turns into a zombie. So I guess, how do you play him? What do you do? Yeah, well, the first thing I looked at when I, when I saw this card, the first thing I thought is, wait a minute, that turns kill spells into a kill spell with a kicker cost. And the Pretty kicker much. cost is get target bro. But where are we going to find killing spells in black? Like Black doesn't even have any. How about the internet? Oh, I bet you it's what? got something to say. So are you saying if we went on the internet and typed in like black instant destroy target creature, you think any cards would come up? You don't even have to go to a search engine. Sorry, you don't even have to go to a magic search engine. You could literally open your browser on your phone or internet and go black kill spell MTG. And you'd get like a thousand of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being facetious. How many of them are we playing, Ryan? Uh, Roughly, uh, let's see here. We've got 17 instants. We've got three creatures that do it for us. And we've got uh, roughly 10 sorceries that do it. So you're telling me... And then we've got an enchantment that does it, and that doesn't... And that's only in 51 cards. So, so you're telling me that we have roughly 40 cards that we can use to abuse Limb Duel Necromancer? Yes. Hmm. Oh, and you know what's a good idea? Go and listen to episode one of Commander Cookout Podcast. Yes. Not because it was a high-quality episode. Which it was. But more so because you can listen to a whole bunch of cards that would be good not only in Hirobi, but also in Lim Duel. Yes, because you want to protect Lim Duel because the deck kind of revolves around him, and you want to protect him. And since he costs seven, once your opponents start killing him, ooh, it's not mm, going to be good. Not so good. Yeah. Yep. So let's get into it. And I am going to read the name and the extraneous things that it does. But keep in mind, all of these cards just kill dudes yeah okay kill dudes all day yeah so a couple of the ones that you might have heard of okay diabolic edict is an instant target player sacks creature yeah terror destroy target non-black non-iron fact um murder three mana kill something um tragic slip uh fatal push yep i'm thinking of Victim of Night, Vendetta, Ultimate Price, Treach- well, Treacherous Surge isn't one. We'll get into that one later. What is that? Otter End, Sickening Shoal. I can't see what this one says, so I'll mouse over it. Reckless Spite, Malicious Attrition, Hideous Affliction. End, Affliction, Hero's Demise, Kill a Legendary Thing, Geth's Verdict, Sack a Dude, Lose a Life, Curtain's Call, it kills two things. It has Undaunted, so it costs less if you're playing in a big game, which we usually do. Yep. And then we got Annihilate, Kill a Thing, Draw a Card. Yeah, so like, each each kill spell has got something special tacked onto it, except for some of the real normal ones, like Go for the Throat or Terror or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Annihilate is kill a dude, draw a card. Curtain's Call costs way less to kill two dudes. Uh, Geth's Verdict, opponent loses a life. Uh, hideous End, opponent loses two life. Um, <laughs> snuff Out can be free if you control a Swamp. Oh, Snuff Out is the black version of Invigorate that we just talked about. Hey, yeah. Yes, it is. Invigorate is is if you control a forest, you can have somebody gain four life. Um, Snuff Out is if you control a swamp, you can pay four life. 
and then just destroys a non-black creature. Not terrible. Not terrible in EDH. Yep. Not terrible in EDH. Yep. Uh, Reckless Spike kills two dudes. Ultimate Price d- kills a monocolor dude. Right. Everything kills something. Yeah. And then uh, we've got the three creatures that do it. We've got Avatar of Woe, which is a six-five that in this deck probably just costs two. Yeah. Really, she costs black, black, six. But if there are 10 or more cards or creature cards in all graveyards, she costs six less. So costs two. She's got fear. You don't ever really attack. You with don't really her, attack though. with Avatar of Hose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she yeah. kind of looks like a hoe. Yeah, she does. Um, <clears throat> we've got Visara or Viscera. I want to say Viscera because it sounds like visceral tissue, like the inside of you, like she kills you and rips out your organs. And it also sounds like that big fat wrestler that was used to be Mabel from Men on a Mission. Oh, yeah. You can look him up on the internet, too. <laughs> he won King of the Ring. Yep. Vis- oh. Viscera the Dreadful is Black 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 3 for a 5-5 five, five flyer. Destroy target creature by tapping her. Excellent. And old school favorite all the way back from Alpha. Royal Assassin, black, black, one, 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 tap to destroy target, tapped creature, rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Your guy swings in. Oh, better not attack Brando. He's got a Royal Assassin. As soon as my guy taps, he's going he's gonna to kill it if I attack yeah. him. And if he's got limb duel, he's going to take it from me. <laughs> yeah. Don't attack me because I will kill it and I will steal it and I can regenerate it. Yeah. You want to talk about bluffing? No bluffs there. Yeah, that's right on the table. Everything is above board. Yeah. So sick. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how Hirobi operates. Yep. If you have Hirobi and Desert out. That's the other reason that the decks are very similar. You can go and listen to episode one. Yeah. Okay. So if we move on to sorceries, that's kind of where our mass kill spells are. Yes. Okay. So we got things that do minus X minus X. For the purposes of keeping Limb Duel alive. Yes. Now, if you did play in a big creature or aggro heavy meta, you could probably add equipment to the deck because it's just a shell. You could probably add equipment or pump spells to buff your Limb Duel up to 6-6-7-7-8-8. And then you could give more minus X minus Xs to... Things. Yeah, or if you were really hurt, and I guess you could play the aforementioned Dark Steel Plate too, and you could run shit like oh, Damnation yeah, yeah, that's and right. all that kind of um, stuff. The other thing to keep in mind too is if you are going to play uh, kill everything spells, see if you can find the ones that um, don't say can't be regenerated. So Damnation, for example, not in this list. Yes. A, because Lim Duel can't regenerate his dudes from a Damnation, and Damnation actually kills Lim Duel. Yeah. And the next time you cast him, he's nine. Then 11, then whatever. Oh, uh, we didn't put a command beacon in this. Oh, we should. Command beacon lets you, yeah, yeah, lets you take it out of your command zone, put it into your hand to avoid the commander tax by sacrificing it. Um, Always a welcome addition in lists that have commanders that cost lots of mana. That people are going to hate also, because people are going to hate on your limb duel because you're stealing their stuff. Yeah. You're not letting them play with it, and then you're beating them up for playing it. So. Just based right on the shell that we have right now, we've got a black sun zenith. So it's black, black X for a sorcery. Put X minus one, minus one counters on each creature. Shuffle black sun zenith back into its owner's library. So it is a card that you cast and it minus X's them to death and then you steal it. Yep. So uh, add black colorless to the casting cost of black sun zenith and then you get a creature with limb duel. Yep. Yep. 
Um, we've got Chainer's Edict, target player sacks creature, got flashback for seven. It gets two things is the important part. Yes. And for Voltron, you always target the uh, the Voltron player with the Edict effects, right? Because they usually only have one guy, yep. maybe two guys. Of course, right? you can't get them with Limb Duel, but... Oh, you can't get a commander with yeah. with Limb Duel. That's right. Unless but, they're uh, dumb. If Yeah, unless they let it go to their graveyard. But... Um, if they're Voltroning up a creature, Kill oh, what about the last, uh, our last shell that we dish did? What if they Voltroned up an Infect guy, and then you kill it, Yeah, and then you get it? And then you take it, and then they have their Malira Silvok Outcast, and it doesn't matter, because it's just a 1-1. One, one. Yeah, see? Yeah. There we go, Malira, see? Malira, there it is, yeah. So I was planning ahead for one of our other shells. Yep. So we got uh, Decree of Pain. You can cycle it to give everything minus 2, minus 2. Limb Duel lives. You're going to get something. Yep. Uh, and draw a card. And draw a card. Yeah. yeah. It's surprising. If you look around the table, how many things are, are X1 or X2 that a Decree of Pain would actually get? So yeah. you cycle Decree of Pain for five to give everything minus two, minus two. You draw a card. You pay two extras, and you get something back with Limb Duel. Yeah. Or if you're really, really hurting, you can also just wipe the board with that, too, for the full nine or whatever it does. Full eight, yeah. Full Destroy eight. all creatures that can't be regenerated. Draw a card for each creature destroyed this way. Yeah. That's an excellent play if your Limb Duel gets dead. Yes. And a good uh, a good trick or bluff to have in your hand. Like, if you kill Limb Duel, I'm going to kill everything. Yep. Right? You could always lean on that. Hex, destroy six target creatures. Get back at least one of them. Yep. And if you got a lot of mana, we're going to talk about that in a minute, you could, you could, how much would it cost? Six, and then you add it, two for each creature. Maybe 18. 18 if you can make 18 mana, mana. To kill six things and get them all back as zombies. Yes. That's lots. That's lots, but, I mean, it'd be super funny if you could do it. And the way we have the deck built, you could feasibly do it. Yep. In my Hirobi deck, which we talked about in episode one, I have <laughs> gotten to 16 it? mana. Could you do it with In Garrick's Wake or Plague Wind, which costs less? Uh, they cost the same. In Garrick's Wake and Plague Wind are both sorceries for black, black, seven. Destroy all creatures you don't control. And Garrick's Wake is destroy all creatures you don't control and all planeswalkers you don't control. Yes. So you destroy all creatures and pay two for each one of those dead creatures that you want to get back with Limb Duel. Much harder to do. Much harder to do. But you but pick and choose. Let's you just jump ahead. Let's just jump ahead a little bit and, and tell people here. We're playing Caged Sun, and you would name Black. Black. All your swamps tap for Black Black. Yes. Right? We're playing Cabal Coffers, Urborg Tomb to Yogmoth. We are playing Magus of the Coffers. Which is basically a... Cabal Coffers. Cabal so essentially, two tap, add black to your mana pool for each swamp you control. Yes. Coffers sure. and Magus of the Coffers both do that. Yes. Staples in mono black. And we are playing Narcana Revenant, doubles your black mana production. We are playing Cryptgast, doubles your black mana production. Yep. Right? And as if you're not blowing the budget enough already with <laughs> Narcana Revenant and Cabal yeah. Coffers, Orborg... Um, you could also play Gauntlet of Power. Yep. Gauntlet of Power, naming black, all swamps tap for double. And all your black creatures get bigger. I think that's all swamps, though. Like, everybody's that's all swamps. swamps. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to go all the way to 10, you could also play Dublin Cube. Yep, you we could talked also, about Dublin Cube three times now in the last two episodes. Yeah, you could also play uh, Extra Planar Lens. Extra Planar Lens yeah. with all snow-covered swamps. Yes. So you could make a huge amount of mana in mono black. Yes. Yeah. And then you could cast in Garrick's Wake. 
Yep. And then just reanimate 14 guys. Everything and reanimate 14 guys. So for good. 28 mana to do 14 guys plus the nine mana Thir- that it costs. It's like 35 30, mana. 35 mana. That's not out of the question. That's actually not out of the question. It's not actually out of the question. You could even play that Liliana that makes your swamps tap for four with her emblem. Oh, yes. Yeah. There uh, it is. Liliana the Dark Realms. Yep. She's probably going to be in here too. Her emblem is uh, swamps tap for black, 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 black. 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 Yeah. There it and is. And you could also play Lake of the Dead. Yep. Get your utility land, sack a creature, get black, 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 black. Sack a swamp. Oh, yeah. Sack a swamp. Get four black. Yep. Um, what else could you play? I like this game. <laughs> um, um, that's my thinking noise. Couldn't find it. If you, can, if you know what card that no, is, send it into us. We have to find it. We, we, do we have to find it? We'll keep looking for it. We did find it. Scourge Familiar. Yes. That's yes. got to be what it is. Okay. That's, that's got to be it. You can play it with Scourge Familiar. It's a uh, 3-2 imp <laughs> for black, four, flying, discard a card, add black to your mana pool. The ramp possibilities are limitless. Oh, yeah. They're only limited by the number of kill spells that you have in this deck, which, as we said before, is upwards of 40. Yep. Now, just on the Scourge Familiar train... Do you, in this deck, do you play Ad Nauseam? <laughs> what? Now, let's just take a look at the average converted mana cost of the deck, 3.78. Would play the average yes, card. but I'm thinking every time you draw a card with Ad Nauseam, you could take 3, 4 yeah. damage every mm. single time. And you're playing in Garrick's Wake and Plague Wind... <laughs> Your avatar of whoa, she got eight. <laughs> you don't play ad nauseum in this. Ah, bad nauseum. Yeah. I like, would play it. Maybe Yogmoths will. I only play Scourge Familiar if I'm playing ad nauseum. It's like they're the same card in my mind. Then you might not want to play Scourge Familiar in this deck. I might play Scourge Familiar in this deck because I make no such connection in my mind. Hmm. Pussy ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. Maybe you don't play Ad Nauseam. Okay. So Limb Duel Necromancer. Maybe maybe, maybe you do play uh, Yogmoth's Will, though. I did like that ad. Because you can just reuse all of your kill spells that you used once already. Sometimes you have to kill 80 things, Ryan. Absolutely. Sometimes you just have to kill 80 things. Like every thing. And reanimate them. Yep. And use them for your own oh, purposes. You, you built this? You put a reanimate in this. Yes. What is that for? Well, maybe Limb Duel dies. You want to get him back for two instead of seven. A card I do it, want to it, talk about. That it we, would be nine, not well, seven. <laughs> another card I just want to talk about because really, I've been waiting for an opportunity to play this and I just haven't really come across one yet and I feel like this might be flavorfully a really good one is Treacherous Urge. It's an instant. It's got some sweet art on it. Costs five, black four. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You take a creature card from it, put it into play into your control, sack it at the end of turn. Oh, that's like, that's like a... Treacher or um, threaten effect. Yeah. But out of their hand. Exactly. So you That's steal cool. a creature. They haven't even played it yet. They haven't even played that Ulamog yet. And then you sacrifice it at the end of turn. And get it back with them. And then you just get it back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, it's super good. I love that card. And the art on it is so twisted. It's like this dude wrapped in barbed wire from the sky. It's Oh, madness. yeah. He's like a... He, it's almost like he's... Um, oh, no. You know what he is? He's um, He's a marionette. Yeah, made of barbed wire. Or with yeah, barbed wire that is strings. twisted. That's maniac. It's almost as bad as pulling teeth. Jeez. Oof. Oof. I don't like that. Some of that dark art, but I like it. 
Yep. Okay, rounding it out, I guess, we've got a couple more things that we can talk about. We could talk about all the removal and all the wrath spells and everything every time, blah, blah, blah. But we um, all know what that is. Yeah. Uh, or you could find it on the internet. Correct. And you know how to now, thanks to the arc of the internet. You're welcome. Um, the last thing that we should probably touch on is a little bit of a protection package for Limduel because he does cost seven. That's a lot. Yep. So, and depending on budget, um, yes. we've got the probably the cheapest one. And it's not in the shell, but you could play Mask of Avison. Yeah. Gives plus one, plus two, and hexproof. Pretty good. It costs three to play and four to equip or vice versa, so it's pretty slow. You could play Swiftfoot Boots, Hexproof and Shroud. Hexproof and Haste, sorry. Hexproof and Shroud, <laughs> no. Hexproof and Haste for two and one to equip. You could play the Lightning Greaves, probably the best one, two and zero to equip for Shroud and Haste. Yep. You could play Champion's Helm, probably the most expensive. Um, it's three to cast, one to equip. Equip creature gets plus two, plus two, so it gets um, Limb Duel above... It makes him a 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, 6-6 six, six is so pretty you could, good. Yeah, 6-6, six, six, and then you Black Sun Zenith for, like, minus 5. Yeah, that'll get even more sweet things to reanimate with. Yeah. Um, it also gives equipped creature hexproof if they're legendary. Which Limb Duel is. Yeah. And you could equip it with uh, or onto a legendary creature that you reanimate. Yeah. Like, you got that, what was that uh, treacherous what? Treacherous Urge. Treacherous Urge. You get somebody's Ulamog, and then you equip it. And then they can't steal it back. It's pretty good. I don't mind that. And then the last one is Nim Death Mantle. So um, whenever a non-creature is put in, or sorry, a non-token creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay four if you do return that card to the battlefield and attach Limb Death Mantle to it. And Equip Creature gets plus two, plus two, Intimidate, and is a black zombie. So Limb Duel can regenerate himself. Yes, and... He gets plus two, plus two, making him a six, six, just like with Champion's Helm. Very good. Oh, yep. Gets like him above the, uh, the Black Suns for five. Yes. Yep. So Nim Death Mantle, good card. Lots of combos for that as well. You could literally just search Nim Death Mantle combo yeah. on the internet. There are lots of them. Yep. yep. Nim Death Mantle And is... then Mono Black, too. Yes. It's my favorite one to keep Hirobi alive as well. That's why we threw it in here. Because oh, is probably the most hated out card I think I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. You can listen to that episode and find out. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's it. I, we can't really do a milk list. We can't really do a spicy calculator for these, but yeah. um, spicy calculator would be pretty high since they don't have any lists. Yeah, zero lists. I'm pretty sure that we would max out the spicy calculator on all of these because we invented them. Boom. Boom. CCO podcast going where no podcast has gone before. Yep. I like it a lot. That's the end of our arc of the internet, though, which I don't really like. Uh, yeah, I like this one. Yeah, this was a good one. We could have done more internet stuff, but I guess we're going to have to move onward Maybe and upward. Maybe we could do an arc of the internet, too, in Ooh. the future. In the future, yes. In the future when we're all driving rocket cars and everybody knows how a fucking four-way stop works. Yeah, that's not a thing. Get on that, people. Um, but yeah, so where are we going from here, Ryan? I feel lost. I feel like I don't know what we're going to do with ourselves. We've just beat the entire internet to beating three to building three decks. Yep. Um, you know what? I, I think this show's got some plans for a little bit of a cup or uh, one or two techie episodes. 
Yep. Um, usually we take a break from the arc, gather our thoughts and ideas, and, and plan for the next group of shows that kind of have a similar theme. Yep. If you have any ideas, Commander Cookout oh, Podcast yeah. at gmail.com, CCO Podcast on Twitter, uh, Commander Cookout on Gmail. Gmail? I already said that. iTunes, Google Play, Google Search, Podomatic, Commander Society. Society. <laughs> Search There's us. too many places. Know, we're, there's too much social media coordinates. It's in the ID3 tag on this MP3 if you've downloaded it. So just look there. It's all on there. Damn it. There you go. There it is. I didn't actually know that. Oh, well, now you do. And now everybody else knows. That's, that's all you. That's you do you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's the end of our arc of the internet. We finished with a fucking flourish this time, didn't we? Yeah, I like these three decks. I actually yeah, like all I, three of them. I super enjoy these two. And all of the generals are cheap. We didn't really talk about that, but the some of the shells are expensive. Oh, but the yeah, cards yeah. themselves are um, all very inexpensive. Y- you know what? The I guess for the listeners, the most expensive shell is the Limb Dual shell. It's $215 American. I'm just going to check real quick here because I'm sure there is a few cards that contribute to all of the price. And it looks like for the Limb Dual Shell, Cabal Coffers at 24, Death Baron at 21. Um, that is the most expensive stuff. And then there's a bunch of other cards that are like 10 or $11. Narcana Revenant, 19. So you could cut some of the 6, 7, 10, $11 cards and you could cut this shell down to below 100 bucks easy. Yeah. The other two shells were right around 100 and we talked about like in the uh the Tucknear Deathlock list if you cut two cards and save 35 bucks you're looking at like a $75 shell. Yeah, and I mean all you have to do is add your land. Yeah, and then add your land. Add some land, some rocks, some utility stuff. Yeah. Away you go. You're 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 playing decks that nobody at your table has ever played before. Or uh, well, yes, and probably you're playing cards that nobody has ever even seen. They never even looked at. Like uh, Tuckner Death, like you couldn't even find that card. You probably have to order it. Limb Duel. People have probably seen Limb Duel. Yeah, I actually at, have. I have some Limb Duels actually. You have some yeah. Limb Duels. Yes, I have. I have. I think I actually have four or five of them. You have Limb Duels, and it's like, oh, I've seen that card, but nobody's ever built it. And then it's like, oh wow, look at that deck. Now what is this? That deck's a dick. Yeah, this deck is insane. Yep. And uh, uh, old Marty. I'm sure yeah. nobody's ever seen that card. They're no, like, I, look at that novel of text in, yeah. on that card from yeah. Ice Age. Yeah, it's from Ice Age, so it's probably terrible. I'll just not even look at it. And, and that's probably why there's no lists for him. Beats their wholesale ass to death. Exactly. Yes. And they die to their, that wall of text. Yeah. It's beautiful. Ah. So there we have it, Ryan. We beat the internet to building three decks. How do you feel? feel good. I feel, feel good. I feel pretty good, too. I'm going to feel even better when we go back and we barbecue and we drink some beer. Oh, yeah. Drink beer, drink beer. And we talk about how sweet we are here on Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song. <laughs>